a podcast about life, mission, church planting, and gospel. This is Reality Talks. You're listening to Reality Talks, the podcast of Reality Church Tampa. For more content, please visit realitychurchtampa.com. Hey, so how are you? This is Pastor Pilgrim Benham with Reality Talks and really kind of the inaugural podcast that we're putting together here for your listening pleasure. Uh, Ultimately, What I've heard from many people is that they'd love to just get kind of a pastoral glimpse on what's happening in the church and what uh, is happening in society. And so we thought it'd be a great opportunity to put together a podcast with the wonder of technology. And uh, of course, being an Apple employee makes it a little bit easier. But uh, what I want to chat today as we kind of launch this new podcast, what I want to talk about today was just the overall uh, importance of church planting. And what we intend to do with this podcast is to essentially spend about anywhere from uh, from 5 to 15 minutes a broadcast weekly and just talk about different topics, different uh, important, relevant discussions. There may be times that we'll have a guest speaker come in and certainly uh, encourage you to send your correspondence if you have specific topics you'd like us to unpack here at Reality Talks. Uh, essentially that would be uh, you just sending an email into uh, the church and we will develop what we can. Uh, We're not really going to go through Bible study uh, during this time. That's what our gatherings are all about. But we are going to kind of exegete culture, so to speak. We're going to dig in and see what is happening in culture and what is happening in the city of Tampa, what's happening in the church uh, kind of globally. Uh, And get a better perspective on the gospel and what the implications are for specifically for us uh, as Christ followers in the years uh, of the the 2000s, the the, uh, time that we're in currently. So what we want to do today is kind of give you some details about what this podcast will look like, talk a little bit about church planting, and uh, and then invite your feedback. So um, just to start out, uh, realitytampa at gmail.com is going to be where you'd go to send us your uh, thoughts, send us your correspondence. If you have ideas, if you have things that you'd like to hear about, if you want to contribute and you want to uh, just say, hey, this is this is great, this is terrible, you guys are boring, or you guys are amazing, keep it up. If there's specific topics you want um, covered, then please go to reality, uh, realitytampa at gmail.com. And uh, we will do our best to follow up with you and uh, let you know what's going on in upcoming broadcasts. But we are looking at a weekly uh, podcast as we jump out. So what we want to talk about today is church planting and the implications of church planting. We are about to start a series at Reality called Missio Dei, which is a Latin phrase that means the mission of God. And we're going to be unpacking kind of the concepts of of the Great Commission, and we're going to look at the the overall mission of God. That when we think about missions, we often think it's it's across the ocean, it's across a country, it's cross cultural, it's it's going somewhere away. Um, and in one sense, we're right because Jesus did say right in Matthew twenty eight, as he gave us this Great Commission, he said, I, "I'm sending you." He says, "Go." 
uh, into all the world and make disciples. And we we underemphasize the make disciples part, though I do see that coming about today with um, voices like Francis Chan and David Platt. And there is kind of a discipleship movement. The um, recent Catalyst Conference in Orlando, which is a gathering of young progressive church planters, um, was about discipleship. Um, so we are starting to emphasize that more, which is a good thing. That's a, that's a great thing. We glory in that. But asking the question uh, before we get to the word disciple, we've asked the question, what does it mean to go? And when we think missions, we always think it's, it's going across the country or going across the ocean or going across a culture. And what we fail to understand is that often when, when Jesus said, I'm sending you, therefore go, he's saying, I'm sending you to right where you're at, to your neighborhoods, to the people that you're around. And when I first began to um, consider missions, I always thought that this is something that happens outside of the context of my um, city and outside of the context of my neighborhood and outside of the context of my country. And I have to go on a missions trip to Honduras or to England or to uh, you know, Scandinavia to be a missionary. There's no way I'm a missionary across my driveway to my neighbor. I mean, that's just being a Christian, but I need to be a missionary uh, somewhere else. And so what I see happening a lot is that we send missionaries over to uh, do short-term trips and they, you know, a lot of it is is short-term trips we say are for the person who's going. It's not really for the recipient. Well, that's not what Jesus was telling us to do. And he was telling us to go and make disciples, not just to go so that you understand what it's like to be a missionary and you have a feeling of, like that's like saying, hey, I'm telling you to clean your room. And the point of you cleaning your room is for you, daughter, to know what it's like to be told to clean your room. No, the point is to clean the room. So if Jesus is telling us, go make disciples, the point is not so you learn what it's like to possibly go, what it would feel like to go and make disciples. It's to go and make disciples. So Ultimately, what we do is we send people on these short-term trips. Maybe it's a medical trip, which are very helpful, but a lot of times it's a work trip. It's construction, and you need to build this fence or build that uh, new church structure, or we need, to, we need to dig wells, or we need to cut down trees, or whatever it might be. But what often happens is we go on these trips for a week to Haiti, and we put up a fence, and when we get home, our neighbor out in the front driveway waves at us as we get out of the car from the red-eye flight, and our neighbor says, well, how was the trip? You went to Haiti or something, right? And we rub our red eyes and go, yeah, I'm, I'm really tired. I, I don't really have time to talk about it, but um, good seeing you, man. God bless. And little do we know that looking over at his house, his fence is falling down. His fence is in disrepair. And we were so busy being a missionary across the world that we forgot there's a neighbor next to us who needs Jesus. He needs help. He needs hope. He needs gospel. And so when we think about church planting, we have to realize that this is not an either or. It's not either go across the world or stay here. It's a both and. That is that church planting is one of the most effective ways, the research is in, it is one of the most effective ways to make disciples, to win converts to Christ. It is one of the most driving forces for evangelism. It is uh, an area that is greatly misunderstood, that is greatly um, confused when people go out to start churches, often they do so uh, against other ministries or as a response, as a reaction to the current ministry, which is never a good idea. And so church planting has a lot of love and a lot of hate. And for our purposes today, all I want to emphasize is that church planting is 
taking the Great Commission to the context of the city to which God has called you, and to do so in a way that brings great glory to God and great benefit to men's souls. In the words of Richard Baxter, one of my favorite uh, dead preachers, that everything we do in church planning is one for the glory of God. It's to glorify God. So when we move into a city, we're not doing so against a ministry. We're not leaving on bad terms. We're not entering a city on bad terms. It's all to the glory of God. So we're not here to build a name for ourselves. We partner with other ministries. We come alongside what God's already doing. And everything we do is to build up and to glorify the name of God. It's to make him famous, not ourselves, not our church, not through marketing schemes to try to be uh, more known in the city. We want to make Jesus known. So everything we do, firstly, is to glorify God. And, and secondly, it's to benefit men's souls, meaning that when we are going to plant churches, the heart should be to win men. It should be to go after men and women and to see them transformed and radically changed. Ultimately, it's not to be funny or to be impressive or to win people to your certain bend in theology, but it's to win souls. It's to benefit those men so that they would know Jesus and that they would make him known. So ultimately, when we think about church planting, to dumb it down to its simplest context, it is in the basic ingredients, it is making disciples, glorifying God, it is benefiting men's souls to the glory of God, to uh, the advancement of his kingdom to the ends of the earth. That's what we're here for. That is what it means to make disciples. That's what it means to start and plant churches. And I hope that you, if you feel the call of God on your life, will step out by faith and follow Jesus in that great call. Hey, next time we're going to talk a little bit more about this and jump in deeper. But thanks for listening. And we hope you'll visit realitychurchtampa.com for more information or email us at realitytampa at gmail.com.